Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Ohana means family. Family and Mickey Dude Podcast means nobody gets left behind. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, joined today by two of my awesome Mickey Dude rotating commentators, Right now, currently in Washington, D.C., but originally from Jersey, and I guess uh, our resident Florida, Floridian, I guess, is what you want to call him well, sometimes. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say resident. I mean, or uh, Mike lives down in South Florida, but I guess I'd be the uh, Central Florida resident. I guess. But with that, we have Joe Quattrochi. Hi, hey, Dave. How you doing? And don't strain yourself on the Hello Humans. I got a little worried there. Sounds I had a little bit of a frog in my throat while doing it, and I'm like, no, I'm going to finish this. I'm going to see this through. And from Chicago, Illinois, we found out on Saturday night from the south side, because it came out, we have T- Tim Sweska. I decided to go with the flight challenge from Three Sheets to the Mouse instead of saving for retirement. I have no regrets. Really? Okay. Do you, whatever makes you sleep at night, Tim. And before we get too off the rails, let's have a word from our sponsors. Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993, who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at dvcresalemarket.com. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com joffreys coffee and tea a flavor for every disney memory 
I'm at a loss for words, gentlemen. And it's not the first time in the last couple of days you left me at one. So we'll start from there. Uh, this weekend, myself, Joseph, Timothy, and Jeff spent the week. Oh, Stephen. <laughs> I always forget Stephen. You know, the last time I tweeted something, the most important person, we went out to see Stephen because he's on his little fortnight in America. We made this little thing happen because we went to see Steven. So, yes. So, five of the Mickey dudes, Steven, myself, Joseph, Tim, and Jeff, got together in Walt Disney World from Friday to Sunday. And basically, we, t- we tore it up. And tonight, we're going to tell you of our adventures. So, with that... We start our Mickey Dude Trip Report. Okay, guys, so before we actually get into details, anything you want to say as a precursor to this? I just want to give a quick shout-out to a new listener of ours. Uh, I met her at the bus stop at Caribbean Beach. She's a uh, college uh, in uh, college program uh, cast member. Her name is Emily from Alabama. Emily, if you're listening, told you I'd give you a shout-out. Thanks for the listen. Awesome cast member. She kept the kids entertained. Uh, on Mother's Day, when the buses were really backed up at Caribbean Beach, gave her a cast compliment on Twitter. Uh, just really nice girl. Um, kind of what a cast member, you know, why we love the cast member so much. So, yeah, I just want to give her a shout out. So, Emily, thanks for listening. And welcome to the Madness, Emily. Uh, Joe, I just want to give you a little bit of a um, tidbit of information about cast compliments. What did I do wrong now? You didn't do anything wrong at all. I just learned this from uh, somebody on the inside. I guess you can figure out who. But I was mm-hmm. told that when you tweet at WW, WDW today for a cast compliment, mm-hmm. that does work very well. But th- given the sheer volume of communications they get in a day, sometimes they can get a little bit, uh, they can get lost in the shuffle. So, by all means, continue to uh, do those cast compliments because they'll get them. If they find them, they'll they'll print out the big paper with them. They'll take a picture of them a couple days later. Sometimes it takes a few weeks to find them. But the other thing, too, if if you go straight to a concierge at, at the hotel or if you go to guest relations, it is a sure thing that it's going to go straight into their file for later on when they go for promotions and everything and they see all those cast compliments on their uh, on their record. If sometimes with Twitter, it does get lost a little bit in the shuffle. So just a little just a little tidbit. If you do have a cast member that really made some magic, by all means, cast compliment them on Twitter. But also, if time permits, also try to stop by guest relations. And let them know also because they have a better chance of being recognized that way. Well, they did respond, so oh, Emily, cool. <laughs> don't uh, worry about it. <laughs> awesome. I'm just saying. I'm just saying for later on. And that comes from that comes from. I'm I'm guessing you know the uh, individual yeah, that we, that yeah, comes we, from. Yeah. But let's keep our sources. Our sources. That individual is a wealth of information, as you guys found out. I, Let's keep our sources our sources, Dave. Yes, exactly. Yes, 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 Always yes. remember, don't reveal it. Snitches get stitches. That's right. So what's what do we talk about tonight, Dave? We're gonna talk about the after party. We're gonna talk about uh, We're gonna talk Epcot. about everything. We're 
Uh, let's. Well, what we, we should we start the uh, after party? Well, kind of the first thing that happened. I'm going. To, I I can't believe I'm going to do this given yeah, my a, given my absolute hatred for it growing up and being forced to watch it. But like the sound of the music, we're going to start mm-hmm. at the very beginning, and we'll start with our evening at the studios where we first met for Fantasmic. We spent the time making fun of Pat, and then after that, we all met to start off. Where did we go, Tim? We went to the Tower of Terror, but under what under what uh, circumstances? To ride a ride. Why were we riding a ride after Fantasmic, Tim? <sighs> this is like going to the dentist. No, it, no, it's really good lord. I know that, but you just started with the after hours. Would you like me to keep being it. redundant about redundancy about redundancy about redundancy? I didn't actually say Because we already it. went through that. No, actually, I never actually announced it. Joe just flapped his gums beforehand, but we all went to Disney After Hours at Disney's Hollywood Studios, where we were able to uh, enjoy the park three hours after closing. It started at 9.30 and went to 12.30. Uh, we had a whole bunch of attractions open to us. We had Star Tours, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith, Slinky Dog Dash, Toy Story Midway Mania, and Alien Swirling Saucers. All open. And we took advantage of this tenfold. So let's talk about our, our experience. So we started off at Tower of Terror. We did it twice in a row. And when we got out, this place was just stark. There was nothing going on on, on Sunset Boulevard. It was awesome. There was nobody there. <laughs> Which also, we did figure something out. Do not uh, talk on Tower of Terror about the Hartford Whalers. There is a gentleman on that ride. His name will not be mentioned, but Nicholas was very upset when we talked about the Harvard Whalers. So yeah, I guess we weren't paying attention to his pre-flight spiel. <laughs> I said the last time, the last time I saw someone of his bearded stature and his spectacles that mad, uh, the IPA keg had just run dry. So yeah, he was not happy with you, man. He was not. <laughs> it was like I think he was seriously mad. Oh, but honestly, you know, all joking aside, Nicholas, you were actually a very, very good sport. Uh, not really, but uh, we uh, we are sorry for talking, and we're very sorry for making you mad. And if you're listening, probably not. Uh, I promise to send you uh, like maybe like a local IPA and a Mumford and Sons album. How's that? Can that can can beer go in the mail? I will send him. Hot sauce and homemade olive oils. Ah, okay. That's the code. Interesting. So, Dave, uh-huh. can, I, can, can I add about the the, the attraction before I forget my, my thoughts? So, in all seriousness, about talking about Tower of Terror, um, we literally walked on when we walked into the you know the pre-show room. I think there was probably about six, maybe an average of six to eight people in there every time we went. And, like, you know, you usually get the bum rush to the door to try to, like, you know, because there's no queue left of that. Essentially, there's no line. You just kind of whoever gets out first. 
Nobody was in a rush. Everybody kind of took their time because there was no line. Walked right up every time we were. I think we rode it four times that night, four or five. And uh, we walked on every single time. We didn't wait at all. Like, it was seriously just right on. Um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. What it, I was surprised about with that one, though, <clears throat> is that they made us stop in the Rod Sterling room. I mean, I understand it's part of the story and it kind of it's it's kind of like the appetizer for what's to come and everything. But at that point, people are just riding over and over again to sit there through the pre-show the entire time. I just felt that that was a waste of time. If they, The only reason being is because there's not a safety spiel in that one. If there is a safety thing, they do make you go through like dinosaur. You have to deal with... Uh, you have you have to deal with Doctor Marsh talking about the the exhibits in the old wing and everything before uh, the paleontologist comes on and says, "Flash photography, I wouldn't. It alters the homing signal, and that's not good." Talks about seat belts, use them; it can get bumpy out there. Talks about how to actually fasten the seat belts and all that junk. That one you I kind of see that you have to go through because there is safety. The one about Hollywood 1939, although it is perfect for the theming and it kind of gets whets your appetite, at that point, you're at this event. You want to ride rides. I just don't see the reasoning for having to stop in that room. Thoughts, well, guys? There was, other, there was other attractions later on, I guess, if you, uh, not to jump ahead, that allowed us to skip that part. Yeah, I mean, to go on, so. the um, next one, the next one most certainly did. So where do we go me. after that? We went to Rock and Roller Coaster, which, by the way, Rock and Roller Coaster did it right. They kept the doors open, and you didn't have to listen to that in painfully long pre-show. Paul, where's my black book? Black What's that? Paul? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't go through that that just that whole pre-show of uh, just an unnecessary pre-show. Just just go in, you know. Get on the roller coaster ride, and they never stopped us once in there, which was nice because we rode it several times. And we actually rode it with one of our listeners. Yes, I was about to. I was about to say that because a couple of times we wanted to get in the front and in the back, and every time there was always a guy that beat us to it, and uh, actually turned out, which is really cool, he happens to be a listener, um, friend of the show, Nick Chappelle was. Uh, at the event that night and he saw us a couple times on rock and roller coaster each time we were on he started in the back when we started in the back and then he was in the front when we went to the front uh about maybe 20 minutes after we finished the ride get a message on uh, facebook hey are you guys at the after hours event i think i saw you on rock and roller coaster and it did turn out to be us the only thing that the only thing I kind of wish is, uh, Nick, you should have just came up and said hi to us. I, I know hey, it might have been... You know, like, hung out with us. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> that would have been absolutely awesome. We, we would have we loved to say hi. We would have been like, hey, you want to come on a ride with us? That would be, that would be great. Uh, so, I know we're... You know, we're, um, we're a niche, but we do have listeners. So, if you do uh, recognize our voices and everything and you haven't met us yet, if we're ever in the park, you know... I wear my Mickey Dudes t-shirt, and that was the other thing. I was wearing my Mickey Dudes t-shirt, too. Uh, if you listen to the show and we haven't met you, you know, please, come up to us. Steven's still in the park. If you hear the, if you hear a man talking really fast and you can't understand him, it's probably him, so go say hi. 
So and you want to know why he refers to us as being surrounded by idiots? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so without it's, insulting it's funny. our other co-hosts anymore. It's, uh, <laughs> hey, it's funny. I, you know, I love Stephen and all, and and I can understand Stephen. No problem on the microphone, and a lot of our a lot of our listeners will sometimes tweet me personally. So what was Stephen saying? He knows this. I know this. So it's all in good fun, but I do have to say a couple times just talking to him face to face. I was like, Steven, repeat that, please. I never had to do it on the microphone, though. That that and always remember, Steven, out of all of us, is the is probably one of like the coolest and probably would be considered kind of the OG because Steven is the senior member of the group and is way out kicking his coverage with a younger, prettier girlfriend. So, Steven, you always were kind of a hero before me. You always, you always kind of a hero to me before. Definitely a hero now, buddy. Good. And on, on top of that, he just goes nonstop. I mean, he wakes up at <clears> one <throat> o'clock in the morning to record with us, and then has to go to work the next day because of the time difference. So he is. Stephen is, is a champ, dude. Seriously, Stephen is golden. And we actually got uh, separated from Stephen at that time because. We had came, came out of Fantasmic, and Jeff was with uh, Jillian and Steven, and they continued on to Toy Story, and we messaged them saying, hey, we're stopping at the bathroom. And then we realized as we were, go, as we were uh, coming out of the bathroom that there was nobody on Sunset Boulevard, and we could just ride Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller over and over again. So we messaged them. To say, hey, come back and meet us there. But by the time we met, by the time we got them on uh, online, uh, using a messenger or texting them, by the time we got a hold of them, actually, they had already been to Toy Story Midway Mania. Which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you're gonna do one of these events, Toy, uh, Toy Story Land is definitely going to be open, and you can pretty much uh, walk onto any of the rides. You might have maybe a 15-minute wait for Slinky Dog Dash. But a little uh, bit of advice, ladies and gentlemen, do it later on in the party because everybody seems to go straight over yeah, to Toy Story. Yeah, and if you really wanted, if you're really interested in Tower and Rockin', go do them for a while first, and then maybe after an hour or so, when people want to go ride Tower, that's when you go over Zig while everybody else zags. So that would be our tidbit if you ever do the after hours event at the studios. But just picture, you know, going back to rock and roller coaster, Dave. I mean, like you know, say so we were riding with you know, our listener, uh, our listener friend Nick. It's, you know, we were the train was half empty, like it was awesome. Like there was yeah. nobody on these trains, so it wasn't like you were just you know walking on and like still waiting in line. We just walked right on. They were just like pick a row. Yeah, exactly. Like, so it, it was pretty cool. Um, and I mean, you could have rode over and over again. Uh, I think we did. So we did. Uh, we we did tower four times, right? Then we did rock and roller coaster two times. Then we started making our way down sunset boulevard we grabbed a few ice creams i remember that yes as we started, ice creams and popcorns because yeah. you get popcorn ice cream and uh 20 ounce beverages waters or sodas because yeah, we, yeah, we went to toys yeah. we actually passed those guys they actually worked their way forward as we passed them going to toy story land they had slinky dog because tim had never been on it so oh we tim, actually did pass them i didn't actually see them on well the yeah they, remember they had already left and we were heading that oh, way okay. so because you know the thing is that like when you're doing these parties, I mean, we you, you paid for it, so I know I felt anxious as well as Tim did. Like, listen, let's start riding because it's you know, 
we we paid for this. Let's let's start going. And we started just hitting rides. Like, hey, we got split up. We'll just we'll meet at the end, and that's what we did. So we just started you know, banging out rides. So that's what you do. That's what you're there for. You're there for to exactly. ride. Exactly. Yep. And it was worth every dime. So you know, like I said, Tim, we we went over to uh, Slinky. Now, <clears throat> me and David have ridden that before. What did you, what were your? I asked you when we went up. But what were your first impressions of it? Uh, well, number one, the theming is fantastic. Uh, it's it's great to see it popping. It's uh, you know it, it perfectly encompasses the Toy Story theme of uh, growing up with Dachshunds. Uh, it was Slinky Dog's always been a favorite of mine. Uh, Jim Varney voicing him, of course. You know, growing being an '80s child, knowing and loving Ernest was also a big uh, a big fixture of mine. So. <clears throat> definitely a nice bit of nostalgia it's really uh, really a lot of fun and what I like is the ride is the ride is fun it's exciting but also it's it's mild enough for the kids I mean it's it's almost uh, it almost feels like it'd be a little bit of a graduated version of, of uh, the barnstormer really uh, yes you see I have to disagree with you on that one well I mean of, of, of course you do <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. That was the theme of the weekend. <laughs> well, here, here's the, well, here's the thing. I mean, when they when that ride was coming coming online, they were they were building it as a little bit more intense than the Barnstormer and everything, and become and one of those like an in between between the Barnstormer and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and well, and honestly, I thought that that was going to be a kitty coaster and. While it's not as big and everything, you got you get a little bit of G-force on that and everything. I I was expecting Barnstormer, and I was pleasantly surprised. I got something more than Barnstormer out of that, and I actually considered that somewhat of a thrill ride. Well, and that's and that's what I said. I said it. I feel like it's a graduated version of Barnstormer. But do you, do you where do you rank it in terms of the other coasters though? Like, wh where would you put it between like? Barnstormer and Big Thunder Mountain or Seven Dwarfs. Where would it? Where would? Where would you rank it? Uh, Seven Dwarfs really doesn't rank on mine because I, I the theming is great, the theming is fantastic, uh, the coaster itself I'm not impressed in the least. I'm I'm not impressed with Seven Dwarfs Mine Train at all. Uh, so would you put? Would you would you put it above? Would you put it above Seven Dwarfs? Yes, I would. Okay. Yes, I would. That's... I think I think the no, I think the queue, uh, the queue for Seven Dwarves is better. Okay. Uh, I think the theming is better, uh, but I think Slinky is uh, more exciting, a lot more fun. Um, I would, uh, I would definitely put it. I uh, would put it maybe maybe a step below uh, Big Thunder because it's got more of a, it's got more of the turns. Uh, Big Thunder's got more of the uh, the sharp turns, and builds up maybe just a little bit more speed. I might put them just like maybe Big Thunder just above it or just about even. Okay. Uh, That's fair. You know. Joe, well, how but, would you rank that? Oh, oh, you're not done? Go ahead, finish up. No, I just no, I just I mean it just I, I personally I was plus I was very pleasantly surprised. I thought it was a lot of fun. And I think it's uh, I think it's a coaster for almost all ages to be able to enjoy, but it's still interesting enough to keep the older kids and the adults uh, kinda captivated. Cool. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree, David. It's fun. I mean, I think it's, I think it's a little bit further above Barnstormer. I don't rank it as close to that. 
uh, but it's definitely it's smooth. It's family friendly. Uh, it gives you a little. It gives you a little something. To get your stomach going a little bit. It's not like anything like you'd find it like a, you know, Universal or SeaWorld where you're gonna be like, you know, screaming your 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 head off. But it's it's fun for Disney. It's fun. It could have it could have been a lot tamer. It's definitely had a little more kick. Yeah. The first time I wrote it, then I th- originally thought I was going to. So it's not something I get super excited about. I get more excited about the theming. And just and it, and this was the first time riding it at night. It's way better at night. Like it's just you see all the effects, the lights and the tracks and 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 all the lights around you. It just it's it definitely has a much better effect at night uh, than it does in the daytime. There are a couple of humps that you get over, and you do kind of go airborne for a second. You feel yourself leaving your seat, which that was a little surprise for me with that, and kind of made me smile a bit. And so now when riding it, did you actually concentrate on the ride itself or were you all looking into Black Spire? I was concentrating on the ride. Tim? Uh, I thought the ride was fantastic. Were you, look, also, were you looking into... Dark out. Were you trying to look into Star, Star Wars as you were on the ride? Uh, <clears throat> no, not really. Okay. See, that's the only <clears throat> thing still... Every time I ride that ride still, I can't help it. Star Wars is right there. I should be concentrating straight ahead and just enjoying the ride for itself. But knowing I can see into Star Wars, I'm like craning my neck on that ride trying to see into Galaxy's Edge. That's fair. I mean, I get it because, I mean, what, you know, why not? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then we uh, decided that we weren't going to ride that other ride. That alien swirling saucer. Ah, yes. Yeah. We figured that it was just a uh, cheap midway ride, which, I mean, I love Mater. I do have uh, fun when I do ride that ride, but at this point... We had Mickey bars, we had Mickey ice cream sandwiches, we had ice pops, and we had popcorn in our systems, and we had written Tower four times, two times on Rock and Roller, and were just on Slinky Dog Dash. So it got to a point where it was like, do we really need to be whipped around anymore at the moment? So we left that and went off to Toy Story Midway Mania. Anything? Where I just dom- I just dominated everybody like I always do. So yes, you got that high score in the in there. It wasn't my best. It was not my best effort, but um, I was starting to feel a little sick from the. I think that was on my third ice cream bar. And just a note to anybody: like, don't go to these events not eating dinner and then just eating ice cream for dinner <laughs> and and beer because it just wasn't a good idea. <laughs> so yeah, as will as it will turn out being when you go to ride Star Tours afterwards, and then I almost vomited on the ride so yeah i regretted going to uh tune in lounge beforehand and having the long island iced tea which by the way joe it, thank you for treating me too I appreciate you're welcome that. and that was that was your idea but it was one of our diversions from our previous show so we felt compelled to take our own advice while we were waiting for everybody else to show up at the park so yeah uh and yes i was that guy that spilled half the beer all over the uh the floor sober so mm-hmm. if anybody was in there i apologize for possibly spilling beer on them but it happens. Yeah. Well, beer spilling was a theme of this weekend, so. Uh... 
<clears throat> All right. Well, after, after that, this is where the night started to take a uh, dark turn because we went over to Star Tours. And yeah, that was not smart. No, yeah, that was, was not smart. Step. And at this point, I didn't want to ride it. And then I'm like, you know what? I paid to be here, so I'm going to ride it. Yeah, I got in. I, once I realized I wasn't the rebel spy, I'm like, I'm done with this. I took off my glasses, closed my eyes, which I found out, by the way, is worse. Because when you're not feeling good, it would have been better just to look straight ahead. I, I made the ultimate mistake in closing my eyes and just trying to put my head down. And I got banged up a lot more than I should have at this point, so... Yeah, was not a highlight of the evening, but it's still Star Wars, so you still have to give it. Yeah, still have to give it some love. Yeah, again, again, we just we walked on. There was no lines anywhere for anything. The queue was completely empty. I think we rode probably half a dozen people, um, which I think was why Dave was super sad because there was <clears throat> four of us, so that one or two other people got picked to be the rebel spot. Well, that was so. the thing. When we started going in, there was absolutely nobody in the queue with us. So we're like, let's just go and try to get into here. And then all of a sudden, <clears throat> this huge group comes behind us. And it was like, oh, come on. Because beforehand, it was like, all right, if we if there's, if there's only the four of us in our pod, one of us will be the rebel spy. I was like getting giddy thinking of this. And then all of a sudden, just everybody just, they just started filtering people down through our pod. I'm like, are you kidding me? Come on. But have any of you been the rebel spy? Yes, I have, unfortunately. I, I have once, yes. I have also been the rebel spy, so I guess it's all not a loss. Also, what, by the way, this is also one unfortunate part of that ride <clears throat> was the fact that we did get stuck with the Jar Jar Binks mode. You see, I thought we did, but I had closed my eyes and I was trying, I was like in sleep mode trying to just like block out the world. I thought I heard the word Gungan and then I was like, yeah, no. I'm like, I'm glad I just kept that kept that quiet. The the most amusing part of the ride is when Jar Jar Binks hit the front of our ship and some somebody, I don't know who it was in the uh, in our pod yelled, shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> so that was amusing. And then we got out of that, and that's where we uh, were going to meet up with Steven and Jeff, which didn't happen right away because we found Jillian. Of course, Steven was uh, off in the bathroom, and Jeff was taking pictures in an otherwise empty park around the Muppet Courtyard and then getting some really cool shots of the uh, mural outside of Galaxy's Edge because there was absolutely nobody there. And that's when Jillian, in her infinite wisdom, turns around and says, half the night, you guys, there's five of you here. You still can't, you still can't manage to get all of you together in one place at once, which was right on mm. the money. Yeah. Finally, we regrouped. We hung out around the Galaxy's Edge. We kind of just... Imagine what was behind the wall. Yeah, we actually took a picture because we're like, we'll never see this entrance with nobody in front of it ever again. Yes. Yeah. Like empty. So we decided to take advantage and take a picture. Yes. And then, ironically, we were with somebody that knew what was behind the wall but couldn't say anything. So, <clears throat> wanted to bust his chops for a while, but I wasn't, of course, I wasn't going to do that. 
And then we all had the, well, I had, and everybody else went around with it, except for, except for Tim. We decided to go and enjoy a bit of summer and visit our buddy Olaf. Tim was not having it. Everybody hugged Olaf. Tim wanted no part of Olaf. And? Care to explain why? And, and why? and why? Because I had been wandering around a park all day. I had actually been to all four parks that day because I was the first one to arrive uh, Thursday evening. So Friday, I rope dropped Magic Kingdom, then went to Animal Kingdom, then went to Epcot, then met you folks over at uh, Hollywood Studios. So, <clears throat> yeah, at that point, I smelled like a dead moose. Even with carrying, you know, cologne, deodorant, and wipes, and taking, you know, care to try to make myself stink as less as possible. But in 90 degree Florida heat, that's going to happen. Uh, I did not feel like subjecting Olaf to what would probably smell like a 90 day old side of beef left out in the sweltering heat. But he hung, he hangs out with Kristoff <clears throat> and Sven, and he likes warm hugs. <clears throat> You were definitely hot at that point. First of all, I'm always hot. So let's go ahead and take a step back here. Uh, hot, <laughs> hot damn. Okay, I stand corrected that's, on that one. That's, yeah. that's right, son. Okay. <laughs> uh, more false Magic Mike over made, here. Okay, so. Jeez, God. What are you trying to shut the show down? Uh, <laughs> hey, I could have gone. I could have gone Magic Mike, or I could have gone Saturday Night Live. Dennis Farley. You choo- choose which way. I think I gave you the better one over there. Dale's is hilarious. First of all, by the way, so <clears throat> and his name is Chris Farley, and he's a damn Chicago treasure. Oh, whatever. It's it's late and. <laughs> I need to eat. No, it, no honestly, it's uh, it was it was a, I, it was I I was just kind of having a little bit of fun with it. It was really neat to actually go in and see it. Yes, we do have some we do have some really good pictures of all of us uh, hugging Olaf, and we have one of uh, Tim like giving him like the uh, giving him the hand. <laughs> That's fantastic! Yes. I can't wait to see that one. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't po- I didn't post it. It's 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 up in it's it's up in our uh, magic makers uh, memory maker. So um, I could tweet that out. Oh, uh, am am I linked to that in the Disney experience? You are. I don't know if it'll, I don't know if it will come up without saying like photo pass on it since you don't have an AP. But okay. at least with us, they'll okay. come up. So. I don't know. I don't know how that works. If there is somebody that you're linked to that has, do you actually get them then, or? I'm not sure. Yeah. No, because my parents uh, before they had you know passes, I had to download their pictures for them. Oh, okay. 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 Because I was in it. Do they do they still get it like as a watermark? Do they get the image watermark? They'll get it with a watermark. Yeah, but it won't be. They won't get the actual until. Okay, so you have to get you have to get them. All right. Well. We just learned that. Awesome. Thank you. Good to know for yeah. when I'm traveling with friends to make make yeah. sure that I give them my magic band. Well, 
It goes by my. I have point. to be in the park because I have to be in biometrics. But even if I'm not in the picture, I'll just scan the band so they get the picture. Good to know. At that point, I believe we shut things down, didn't we? No, we went. We went back over to Sunset Boulevard and we wrote Tower, Tower one more time. However, I was at this point. I was just hurting. And I'm like, guys, I'm sending this one out and just stayed in the gift shop. And when I came out, you guys said that you did the right thing. It's the first time in my life that I ever took a chicken exit. Uh, one of my friends was with me that uh, turned around and said, well, if you are going to chicken exit on anything, this is the one I prefer that you do it on. Because if we go up and down and you do end up getting sick, it's going to go all over us. So if you're feeling that way, please don't ride with us. And I took up, I took him up on his uh, request, and finally did chicken exit out for the first time in my life. I had no shame in it because I just I loved that ride. I just was not feeling it at that moment. And you guys came out and you told me, uh, Dave, uh, good idea with leaving because that was a whole different sequence that we weren't expecting. And I think Joe, you were also queasy when you came off. No, I was fine. It was a Star Tours I did not feel well oh. on, because it's the, it's always like those virtual reality screens I don't do. Gotcha. Uh, and I just well, yeah, with all the ice cream I eaten, it was not a good idea. But no, uh, Tower's fine. Up and down, that's fine. Uh, we just what we said. What I said was that that sequence was a little more intense than the other ones that we had ridden previously in the evening. I'm kind of curious as to what. I know the, there was a bunch of computers and, and the uh, sequence is always random. So I'm actually wondering just what is their most intense sequence that they have and how does it, how often does it come up? I guess these are answers that we'll never have, but it kind of just has my imagination uh, working in overdrive. Don't all of you come in at once. <laughs> I just really didn't have anything to say. Nothing yeah, to say. yeah, yeah. Was, okay. <laughs> All right. And with that, we ended our night. So the next day, I kind of took a little bit of a divergence. And I went down to SeaWorld and ran the Sesame Street 5K, which growing up with, with uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Oh, well, growing up with Sesame Street being uh, filmed in my neighborhood and everything, I kind of have more of a connection to Sesame Street, not just with childhood, but just the fact that it's my area. So with all of that, it um, kind of just called me. I'm like, I got, I got to run this race. And I got to meet Big Bird, so my life is complete. Jeff also ran this race, and we met up that morning, and while that was going on, I thought Tim was uh, sleeping in. Uh, Tim, what did you end up doing? I ended up going to see my uh, my good friends at Orlando Barbell and getting in a little bit of training with them. Uh, very, uh, very good people, great... Uh, Great strength gym, uh, very good powerlifting gym, very good strongman gym, uh, very good CrossFit gym. They cater to <clears throat> the entire uh, Central Florida area. Uh, they put on great meets there. They're uh, they're very good people. It was really nice to go over and 
throw in a good lift with them, had all the equipment I needed and more, and I was able to just kind of knock something out. Really, uh, really, really felt good. Really got me charged up for the day. Excellent. And then you guys met up, and where'd you go? You and Joe, meaning up, meaning you and Joe. Was that the morning, Tim, we went to the wrong place? Yes. Yes, right. Yeah, well, there was a little bit of miscommunication. No, there with wasn't. Our host here, Dave Koch. There was so, absolutely, uh, Tim, there was absolutely I, nothing. Like, I said that, I would meet you guys later on, and then we counselor, had, we had a fast pass later on at another. I don't care. It's my show. Talking. Talking. You just didn't want to listen. Talking. So Tim and I went to the wrong park because Dave told us it got confused. So we ended up taking the bus ride to Animal Kingdom, which we love riding Disney Transport. So at least we checked that one off the bus, uh, list. So we, we took a ride to Animal Kingdom. Because you can't listen. Off, because we, went, we made a hard right and we requested a lift and took a lift to the Magic Kingdom. And we went over to uh, took the lift to Disney's Contemporary Resort. And uh, we got a lift there and we just walked over to the Magic Kingdom. Went through security, took two seconds. It was very easy. And Tim and I just started kind of just winging it, doing whatever. I think we hit up, uh, let's see, Tim, we hit up uh, Buzz first. Buzz. Yep. Yeah, the line for Space Mountain was a little bit long, but Buzz was a lot of fun. Um, did a little Haunted Mansion. We did uh, We did Hall of Presidents, which was great. Yep. Um, I've, I, did, I haven't been in there since uh, <clears throat> President Trump was put in there, so it was kind of fun to see how they switched it up. And Tim and I both agreed that we liked the Morgan Freeman voiceover better than the current lady whoever does it you know because morgan freeman's got like that who is it i think it's my angelo okay well morgan freeman's got like that you know i don't know he just did a great job but um but, but that was different so even if you do or don't like the current administration it's still they've changed up the video a little bit so uh it's still nice. It's still, you know, all about our presidents and stuff like that. So it's still pretty good. And um, what else did we do after that? Did we finally met up with Dave? Dave Actually, you met up with me beforehand. Oh, so you did meet us in the Hall of we met That's right, Dave. Originally, yeah. yeah. I finished up and, the race, and then I was hungry, so I enjoyed a delectable breakfast at the Wave. And then after that, made my way over to the Magic Kingdom. I got into Town Square, and they I messaged them. They said, we're in the Hall of Presidents. So I said, I'll meet you when I'll meet you in the lobby of it, because at that point I was in town square and I was thinking by the time I got down Main Street and into Liberty Square, there was no way that I was going to make the next Hall of, Hall of President show. So I figured, all right, well, I'll meet them in the lobby. Lo and behold, they had a very long load time. So I was actually able to make it into the same show with them, which by that point I was exhausted. So I, I have seen the new uh Hall of Presidents show a couple of uh, a couple months ago with my father, so I am. It was a, it was a, I am it was impressed a hot with day, it. Yes, so it was. It was. It was nice to get yeah. out of the sun and get some air. I actually so. didn't see the Hall of Presidents show because the minute the Hall of Presidents show started, I fell asleep in my chair. I was out cold the entire time. <laughs> was I snoring, guys? No, you were. You were pretty quiet. Oh, I mean, really? yeah. I just, I was just glad to get into air conditioning, and I just went, I just went out. The only reason why I woke up was I felt, I felt Joe stand up next to me, and then it was like, oh, we're done, okay. Well, so let's not spend too much time on the Hall of Presidents, because then we went to Pirates after yes, that, and yes, we that did. was just a. Uh, so I'll let, I'll, I'll turn over to, I'll yield my time to the gentleman from Illinois to explain that one. <clears throat> well. <clears throat> 
it was a uh, it's a beautiful sunny day until uh, we were enjoying a nice pirates ride and uh, it looked as though we would just go ahead and get through the ride and it was time to get off <clears throat> just like the fa uh, just like you know the the fate of the Donner party you could see almost right where we needed to be but yet we were so far away uh, the ride shut down and uh, we all kind of went through our own crises <clears throat> we all kind of went through our own uh, uh, our own five stages uh, when we finally came to acceptance <laughs> uh, we decided we would eat Dave and uh, try to move on with our lives uh, luckily for Dave just as uh, we were attaching our wily e. coyote like bibs and getting our knife our knives and forks out the ride did actually uh, resume uh, we got off the ride and we uh, we swore a blood oath as soon as we got off that we would never speak of this again. Yeah, but you know what? It wasn't the first time I told you people to eat me. So. It was oh, you clever man! Oh yes. <laughs> we were there for a good. No, in all seriousness, we were there for a good like what? Twenty minutes. Yes, 20, we were. We were. Like yeah. Twenty-five yeah. minutes. It was like yeah. it was getting annoying. They actually shut the music yeah. off. That was the best part. Uh, you hear a cast member well, powering down show audio. And then when we went back outside, the whole like the whole queue was closed. It was that bad of a backup. And there was nothing to look at because we were right by the treasure room. We could hear Jack Sparrow singing, but all we could see was his foot waving back and forth at that point. It was the I was hoping for an evac, man. I was yeah. I was ready to broadcast that on our Twitter exactly. feed. Exactly. But even if we even live. if we were evac, there wouldn't be too much too far for us to go. If I want to be ev if I'm going to be evac, I want to be like in the middle of the ride by like the. Uh, like by by the auction scene and have have to walk through or something like that if I want to be evac there it was like you were just being walked you would have been walked to the next room and just like okay well that's where we unload anyway so but it was the equivalent of being stuck on the haunted mansion right inside the attic as you're making as you're making the turn from from the ballroom where there's absolutely nothing to see you can't even you can't even see one of Constance's pictures it was just a nowhere spot, which anytime, side note, anytime I do get stuck on the Haunted Mansion, it's always in the attic. I have yet to get stuck inside the uh, ballroom where you could just sit there watching the animatronics and really get a good look of everything. That's like my Disney dream is to be stuck in there and that has yet to happen. So, Dave, do we want to go into after we exited the fantastic treat that we had? Sure. Because those things, I mean, hey, it's great. See what I did there? So, for, for everybody didn't pick that up, we went over to uh, get some hey, hey cones, which are not available on mobile order, which I don't understand why. Disney just add that. You do updates to the app every day, but so we had to wait in line for to get the hey, hey cone, which was actually pretty good. I would actually admit it actually was worth the wait. Um, Tim, what did you think? We know Dave loved I, it. I thought it was delicious. Uh, <clears throat> it was uh, it, I, the the raspberry soft serve was uh, was great. The uh, the like sour fruit roll up was fantastic. That was awesome. That was the best part. Yeah, um, yeah it really mixes the, uh, nicely with 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 the uh, raspberry dole whip. It does. It does. And um, I mean, yes, the obviously the pineapple soft serve, the Dole Whip is always great, and the cone was very nice and light. 
So it does have it, a little uh, bit of a lime flavor because I like I like to suck the Dole Whip out of the bottom when, instead of when you finish it up, and it just the two mixing kind of just it just makes for a new flavor that was quite scrumptious. And I mean, and as I also did, I did prove that I was a good friend even by holding the back of your head while you did that. <clears throat> yes, yeah, I appreciate that, man. No, I, honestly, all joking aside, that is that was a really very nice, cool treat that felt, you know, that was just, it was a welcome, welcome thing on that kind of, uh, well, a hot day. Yeah, it melted pretty quick. Uh, yeah. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> but that was it, man. That was pretty much our day, right? Cause remember, we were eating those on the way out of the Magic Kingdom. Yes. Yes. So that was pretty much, that was the, uh, but it, was, it was a good, it was a nice morning. It was a great day. It wasn't, it was crowded, but it wasn't crazy crowded. I mean, the lines, standby lines were doable. They're probably like 45 minutes and under for the majority of the, I'd say, normal attractions. Mm -hmm. uh, but it wasn't it wasn't super crazy. Yeah. Then it was time for lunch. So we went over <clears> to <throat> Animal Kingdom. Now, uh, yes. I know for I know for uh, Tim, it was his first time. But was that your first time eating over there, Joe? Yeah, I'd never eaten at uh, Satuli Canteen. I've been there a, a couple million times just to look around and peek around. But yeah, never, uh, you're never eaten You're there. killing me, Joseph. Well, this is the thing. Like, when I usually go with Jen, like we have our other spots that we like to go to. Yes, so I get times... that. But I was about to do a whole introduction about how the fact that you guys have never gone to Sartuli Cantina. That's why I didn't mention it. I was going to do this nice little intro, and you just blew my spot by saying Sartuli Cantina before I could even introduce it. Well, I, I just I, listen. That's what's called a segue in the podcasting industry. I'm just segueing you into the next topic. Yes, I, well, I was about to go into that about how I wanted to get your opinions on the place and just introduce it that way. And I was kind of just wetting everybody's appetite. Like, where did they go? Where did they go? Where did they go? And you just said Sartuli Cantina before I could even do my grand announcement. So, is it, isn't it Santuli so, so this, so this is exactly whatever. what you're a child feels me. like when mom and dad fight constantly. You, okay. you, you, you just, <sighs> whatever, Santuli, Sartuli, whatever. I, <sighs> whatever, six of one, one half dozen of the other. Get over this it. This is why I turn to drugs, mom and dad. This is exactly why. Just say no, just like Nancy Reagan used to say. <laughs> say no to Nancy Reagan? Oh, all right. Well, let's get getting back. Okay, so now that you blew my spot, tell me your impressions of this restaurant because I have sung its praises on many occasions. So people already know how I feel about it. Gentlemen, talk about your experience over there. We also were met at this point by uh, Stephen and Jillian, where, and they were having lunch there too. So they were kind enough to uh, save us some seats. Joseph? Okay, so it actually was very good. Uh, I was surprised. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if it was one of these places where people just talk at it because it's new or they're fans of the movie or the, or the attraction, but uh, I did have the, the beef and chicken bowl. I had it the first day. I actually had it twice in a row. We uh, ate it two days in a row. Just happened to be at lunch both times and then we came at the same spot, so we're like, might as well. Um, the one day I had it with the noodles. The other day I had it with the, um, I guess it would be like a vegetarian, the, like a vegetable hash or whatever it was. Uh, both are fantastic. I tried some different sauces. Um, very good portion size. And the thing I liked best about it was is the chicken had the same, I don't know if it was the flavoring or the way they cook it, if it smoked or whatever, but it almost tasted like the chicken from Ohana. So that's what I really liked about it. It had a great flavor. Uh, nothing was overcooked. I mean, it was it was a very good meal for the price. I mean, um, and it was a good portion. 
the hardest part is just finding you know, a place to sit. And when it's super hot outside, nobody wants to sit outside. But, you know, it wasn't too bad with the covering. But it was very good. I mean, uh, definitely, it's definitely somewhere, like I said before, you know, Jen and I always go other places. But I would tell her, be like, listen, next time we're here, let's try this place. It's actually really good. Um, I just want to say it's some chopsticks because if I eat noodles, I like to have chopsticks. I think, it, they, I think they offered them somewhere. I guess I don't think we yeah, really saw them. I didn't see him, but I was hoping to, because uh, that would have been great, because it makes me eat a little bit slower, yes. too. But Because uh, it was actually that good, I was eating kind of quick. But, uh, yeah, I was actually really surprised. I really liked it. The other thing with that is, if you are stuck out, outside, there is plenty of shade in the outside area, so even if it's a hot day, and they have a couple of ceiling fans to kind of move the air around and circulate, it's not as, it's not as bad. I mean, ideally, you want to be inside, because the air conditioning is at full blast out there, but... At, at least for May, it was tolerable outside. And Tim, what about you? Your impressions? Uh, I thought it was fantastic. Um, I, I pretty much almost echo all of Joe's uh, sentiments. Uh, the, the food, number one, the food was fresh, which was fantastic. I mean, it was, I didn't feel like I was eating something that had been prepared, uh, you know, a day ago or just uh, came out of a food service catalog. I mean, it was the food was fresh. It tasted well. It was it was uh, tasted great. It was wonderfully seasoned. Um, I did also the beef and chicken bowl, and I did it with the uh, the red and sweet potato mash uh, with the yummy the cubes. That it was fantastic. I did the uh, the charred green onion uh, sauce, which was really really good. I mean, yeah. it, the whole thing was just a great flavor. I was I was very very impressed. It's uh, it reminds me of something that you would get. Uh, I don't know if there's a any chains around where you guys are. Uh, it's known as Core Life Eatery, and it's something that really gives you a nice, healthy option where you can get uh, kind of a uh, a noodle bowl or a vegetable bowl or a meat bowl similar to what we we got there, and it is uh, almost around the same price. So I mean, uh, to find that kind of a deal in a theme park and to find that kind of quality of a food and a quick service. Uh, Thoroughly impressed. That char uh, onion uh, vinaigrette that they had, I found it really good. The only thing that I was disappointed was uh, the first th- the first time I got it, because uh, I-, I went two times on this trip over there. The first time I had the uh, beef, and I had it over uh, the salad, and had the uh, creamy herb, the creamy herb sauce. And they gave it to me in a little, they gave it to a lot of the sauce and they gave it in a little cup. And you could pour it on in as generous amounts or as little as you want. The next day when I went back, I had the beef and chicken combination over the noodles. And I went for the, I went for the green sauce because I, everybody talked about how good it was the day before. And I was thinking they would give me a little cup, but they didn't. They just put like a, they just put like a little, like a, like a tablespoon on top. Which kind of threw me off. I kind of, I kind of uh, was wondering, did you guys get uh, your sauce on the side both times, or no? Just however it came standard. Yeah, um, my, mine was mine was on top. Mine was on top of my food. Oh, interesting. Good. Huh, all right, just took it to know. All right, uh, and the other the other thing that I will say, um, I love this place. I, it is it is a good healthy option. Uh, the only thing that I was surprised about for this time was uh, they discontinued their quinoa base. When I first started going there, they had a uh, really nice quinoa base. So it was kind of like you 
had that power. My my salad had some quinoa in it, but it was just not as much as I would have liked. This one was like all quinoa, and they they replaced it with like rice and black beans or something. So, if you are a fan of that, go for it. As I said, I love that. The only thing is, my whole idea with quinoa is I have to uh, eat it without looking at it because I feel like I'm eating ringworm. Okay. And now moving on, we went to Flight of Passage. Well, not my first time, not Joe's first time, but for Tim's first time. So Tim, give us your give us your impressions on this attraction. Well, <clears throat> number one, like like all of the theming in Pandora, the theming for uh, the queue for Flight of Passage is fantastic. Uh, great attention to detail. Uh, one of you can definitely tell that Joe Rody put a lot of work into this. Uh, it's uh, it's really amazing to see the uh, the ride itself. Uh, I mean the the whole the whole experience queuing up the pre-show uh, was very interesting, very engaging. Uh, the uh, the ride itself. I mean, wow. Uh, it's uh, it's it's honestly the best thing I've ridden uh, in almost a decade. Uh, in 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 the Disney World comp in uh, Walt Disney World, it was fantastic. Uh, <clears throat> I'm really looking forward to my next trip because I have bragged and bragged and bragged this thing up to uh, my wife, and we're going back in December as kind of a Christmas present to ourselves. So I uh, I cannot wait to introduce her to that ride. It's uh, very well done. When I was riding it, I was like, okay, do I watch the screen or do I watch Tim? Do I watch the screen or watch Tim? Because Tim was just lighting up with each scene passing. So, though, a little spoiler. So, when uh, the whale jumps out and you kind of go spiral through, in, through the wave, I kind of just turned over and Tim just had this huge smile on his face. It was almost like the one that Clark uh, Griswold talks about when, when he wants to have his... Uh, family go to Wally World and their smiles are stuck on their face so they'll be whistling zippity doodah somewhere else and he just had this face on him that just could just light up the room watching that so and then you get that spray and you get that spray in your face and it just yeah it was just as fun riding the ride it was watching Tim's face Then after that, we went back to uh, get ready for our evening. And uh, Tim, I'm going to throw it over to you to tell us about our Epcot experience. Tim? Okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I just thought, I just just, thought Tim's uh... going to go silent first and just Tim's going to plead the fifth. <sighs> okay, well... The uh, the good uh, the good folks uh, over at Three Sheets to the Mouse um, they have a rather active Facebook group uh, and uh, one of the uh, sheeters as they are known uh, Anthony Fernandez, uh, Anthony Fernandez who is our own Mickey Dude Michael Fernandez's brother uh, put out a flight challenge in Epcot <clears throat> and it is a tequila flight. A beer flight, a whiskey flight, a wine flight, and a sake flight. 
which all has to be completed in one day. Now, most normal people would decide, you know what, we'll go ahead and we'll go with this challenge. We can give it a shot, maybe. But we're going to go ahead and show up at Epcot early, and we're going to work on this challenge all day and pace themselves. <clears throat> Not the big idiot man-child. No, I decide this is a great idea. So we arrive at Epcot at around maybe 6, 6.30ish. And 6 p.m. actually, we started. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, about 6. And I walk into, immediately walk into the Rose and Crown and order my first flight, uh, the whiskey flight. Uh, this challenge was completed probably in less than two hours. Yes. Uh, I did not taste anything. Uh, everything was uh, was done shooter style. And, uh, well, luckily I maintained some of my decorum, some of my composure. Well, and I had a great corner, man. Yes, I, I did. As a matter of fact, the one thing I, I want to make sure to say, Joe, you and Dave were fantastic. You guys were amazing. You guys watched out for me the entire night. Uh, you guys were full on board. We had this. the bail money ready. What's that? <laughs> we had I'm the bail sorry. money ready. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there, uh, you you know, uh, I, I honestly can't say enough about you guys. Uh, you you decided. I mean, hey, you know what? This big, large mammal moron wants to try this. So let's see what happens when we get a silverback drunk really quick. Uh, <laughs> and you <laughs> were oddly okay with it <laughs> so I, I just honestly I want to thank I want to thank both of you uh, for having my back that entire night I really was, appreciate it it was a lot of it fun was, dude. Watch you, uh... it was fun actually trying to get the flights together because Tim go ahead and explain like that there aren't flights everywhere yes in every country well I mean it's it was my own fault there are some places where you can go and you can get like a nice wine flight in in some of the restaurants and everything but of course me time is of the essence and it's one of these. This isn't meant to be enjoyed. This is meant to be conquered as quickly as possible while telling all sorts of crude jokes. Uh, so uh, that's that's kind of what happened. Uh, I did have to piecemeal a Riesling flight together uh, in Germany, and I had to piecemeal a sake flight together at the sake bar. Yes. Uh, evidently, I found out that there is a sake flight at the hut uh, outside, which I wish I... I would have slowed down and actually looked because I kind of just glanced at the menu and kind of gave it a quick skim. I didn't see anything that said sake flight, but one of the uh, one of the gentlemen on three sheets actually said he had just done the sake flight the previous week. Uh, so again, I may, I wish I'd maybe stopped there. And Italy and also had maybe didn't get me the wine flight. Yeah, in Italy. Yes, yeah, because uh, Mike uh, Mike Fernandez had done the wine flight, and actually somebody actually uh, it was Anthony that responded about that. I'm, Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Anthony responded, and I believe also uh, somebody uh, somebody else did the wine flight today. Uh, somebody else did the the challenge today, which they said that they were. They said, and finally the beer flight. So I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't want to be a jerk and call them out, but I didn't see a sake flight in there. So maybe they maybe they just didn't post it. So I don't know. I, but so the order that you went, you went bourbon, then you did, then you did beer. Uh, I did. Yeah. I did Irish whiskey. I did Irish whiskey. I did Florida craft beer. Then the Lacava. Uh, La I did the tequila. Yes. The La I did. The, I did the tequila flight with you. Went and got my uh, 
avocado uh, margarita because that's just a st staple over there. And uh, uh, then I did the German Riesling flight. Yep. And then I did the sake flight. Yep. So uh, you did it in about ninety minutes. You probably could have did it a lot sooner, right, Dave? Because there was a we waited for quite a long time in La Cava to get in. Yes. And we also waited in Italy because Dave and I wanted to get some. I want to get tortellini. And David, what did you get over at the, I the got food booth? The uh, fried green tomatoes with yeah, was, uh, buffalo was, mozzarella. Yeah, whatever it was was fantastic. Was. So we we killed a little bit of time there. Uh, so we, uh, we kind of believe me, it's I'm I'm okay. I'm really okay that I did it in 90 minutes. I I didn't need to do it any quicker than that for crying out loud. But we Which, did. Uh, but Dave and I did post videos as Tim was doing it uh, on the three sheets. Do we? on the three sheets Facebook page. Did we upload those to our page? No, Dave? because uh, they're a little bit, um, they're, they're a little bit not for that, our rating. Yeah. Right? You see, we tell the line, you know, we make our little comments and everything. We have our little innuendos as I threw out in this, uh, episode already, but we don't cross the line over there. Uh, three sheets kind of just goes, um, round toys to the walls if you get if you get uh, my my drift on that one and yeah which, so yeah check them out three, yes the three sheets uh, facebook page you can see dave and i uh doing commentary on tim's uh, adventure around world showcase it's a it's, it's a good time three sheets is an awesome group they're not they're not for everybody if you are easily um easily offended so if you're one of those disney people that just wants to keep disney completely pure don't join three sheets but otherwise if you're sick and twisted like us by all means check out our friends over there because they are an awesome group they are an awesome group of people the guys that they do the show people. check out the three sheets of the mouse podcast uh you'll just laugh straight through you kind of just get invested in these guys and they are definitely a class act so definitely check them I, I out agree. And I've met plenty of wonderful people through the Three Sheets community. Yes. Too. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it, it reminds me of what the Disney community should be, which is, uh, you know, meeting good people, having a good time, and friends just, you know, you know, friends who just decide to perform random acts of kindness for people. As a matter of... Uh, they're, go ahead. They're good people. As, just, I mean, it just, I love it. That's all. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, I look today, we're... We're in the high 80s of uh, people who liked our picture at the wall in Morocco. So, uh -huh. yes. So after the uh, flight, yes. we finished off by uh, taking a Disney wall pick uh, in the back of Morocco by, by Marrakesh. Uh, all of you who are familiar with the Disney walls. There's the bubblegum wall. There's the purple, purple wall. wall. There's all sorts. There's the new Toy Story wall. There's also a wall in Morocco that people can elect to uh, take a picture at. We chose to do some. It's not for everybody, but we uh, have a nice little group picture out there, which um, I don't see. I don't see the harm in tweeting that one out. So we'll tweet that out as time goes on. Yeah. So we'll call it the Morocco wall. Yes. And uh, if you're interest, if you are interested. Uh, Mikey at the Three Sheets of the Mouse, one of the hosts, also uh, runs uh, their t-shirt page, which is called The Magical Meltdown. And you can get a really nice uh, t-shirt with uh, the Morocco wall posted on, on it in the front. So if you collect uh, really cool Disney t-shirts, 
consider getting a Morocco t-shirt. There is no, uh, there's no innuendo in that one. Uh, you can pretty much figure it out. So, uh, oddly enough, also innuendo is also an Italian suppository. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and that pretty much ended our uh, weekend because uh, Tim had to uh, be out early the next morning to catch a flight. I slept in after saying goodbye to him. Uh, Joe and I did go down to Animal Kingdom. We got to spend some time with Jeff and uh, Steve, Stephen and Jillian for a while. But then um, we pretty much uh, just went, went back over and did the same things that we did before, Flight of Passage. We got to ride Dinosaur together. And we also uh, rode Everest. So... You want to talk about Dave, anything just, on anything I, else I about Sunday? Real quick, Dave, just to, to cap off Saturday night. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah we've yeah, always yeah. talked boardwalk. Yeah, so we always we always talk about how much we love Illuminations and it's going away. And I know for myself, I plan on being down there for the last um, for the last uh, Illumination show. I know Jeff, I know has mentioned it as well. But I know Tim says he's not going to be able to. He's going to be out of town for work. Um, and I know Dave, you're up on the fence. It depends on what's going on with your job and stuff like that. But um, and I don't, the other guys, you know, everybody's got working lives going on because it's a Monday night, the last show. But it was just very cool. First of all, it was a crazy thunderstorm that was like kind of like, you know, hugging Epcot. And the lightning was absolutely amazing on Saturday night. It was quasi scary. Um, they actually delayed the show for you know, five, no, actually about 15 minutes. Um, but regardless of that, just watching Illuminations with you guys, we talked about this on the show many times. Like we do the show because we like to do, we like to talk Disney. We've all become friends over this and just kind of being all together. I know Tim, this could be a last night. You're last time you're going to see Illuminations in person. You know, we just kind of just hanging out like, wow, this is awesome. It doesn't get any better. Just we're very lucky. We're very blessed to be able to come down to Disney world, you know, to be with our friends down there, just to take this great show. And I know Tim, you, you made a comment. We were kind of standing together watching the show and you're like, wow, I've known this show longer than my wife. And, yes, uh, you know, and that, that, that actually, out of all the things that were said, I that's the one thing I remember you saying. I was like, wow, that's actually, you know, we all love the show because we like the music, whatever. But, like, I mean, you've been watching this show longer than you've known your wife. And you've been married for over 15 years. So that, that's crazy. So that was just a fantastic end of a night of a great day. You know, myself, Tim, Steven, Jillian, Dave, Jeff, Dan was there, too. Uh you know, we just had a great night just to, you know, that's what it's all about. That's what the weekend was, you know, all about. Just a side note. It's, uh, do you know why <clears throat> do you know why they uh, delayed the show 15 minutes? Because of the lightning. Yeah, well, they had to power up the dome. That's right. It worked. Yeah. That, 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 uh, <laughs> that storm never came. It was. Yeah, because they, they powered up the dome, so it kept out the rain, so. It was amazing. I mean, it was a giant thunderstorm. It just hugged the Walt Disney World property, and we did not get any rain. Like, it was. I'm surprised. I thought it was we were gonna get killed by it, but yeah, we lucked out. I actually, uh, the first time I saw the show was uh, like, well, at least the variation of the show was uh, the early variation of the show in the early '90s, and uh, my wife had had uh, seen the same thing on a separate trip with her family, and. We actually have, uh, we actually met uh, in 1993 in in, uh, in high school. Never dated, uh, but actually got together after grad and some of post grad, and started dating that way in uh, like 99, 2000. So yeah, I mean, I literally have known this show longer than I've known my wife. And so awesome. 
<clears throat> my wife and I both, of course, share a love for the parks and share a love for Illuminations. Uh, it's one of our favorite shows. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, she told me that she was actually listening to the Illuminations uh, pre-show loop and the full show loop uh, at work that day, uh, at work the uh, the previous day on Friday before we went to the show Saturday night. And, I mean, uh, she was so excited to know that I was actually going to be able to get to see one last glimpse of the show and uh, especially being able to see it with, uh, you know, all of you guys who I just, this random happenstance of getting a message, you know, over three years ago of, hey, we're looking to do a podcast and we were looking for different people from different back backgrounds of all over and meeting up with you guys this weekend it just felt like I was meeting up with long lost friends like I've known you guys for years you know decades it didn't feel like that we've never met in person before no it did not it it, it did not I mean I'd I'd met Jeff before but I'd, I'd not met any of you you know and uh, either of you or I'd not met Steven and it's uh I mean Driving, uh, driving to the airport Sunday morning, I, I mean, I just, I, I think I had that same goofy smile on my face that I had when I was on uh, Flight of Passage, that to, to be able to have as many families as I do. I have a Highland Games family, I have a gym family, I have a beer family, I've got my, of course, my, my family, and my Disney family. Uh, <laughs> You guys are you guys are incredible. I had a great time, and uh, this uh, this was easily the best decision I've made this year was to come down to this meetup, and I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, we definitely missed the other guys not being yeah. there. Like, I know Chuck was just on his oh honeymoon. God, yes. and, oh my god, yeah. Pat's you know Pat's got you know stuff going on. At home, and I know Michael had like a full day worth of uh, activities down in South Florida, so he was unable to make it. But yeah, like like I reiterate everything Tim said. You know, I mean, Dave and I have known each other for years. I mean, we're like two brothers. You know, we constantly we bicker like brothers, and we see each other when we're back in Jersey, New York, and stuff like that. Um, but I, for me, I met Tim for the first time, met Stephen for the first time, I met Jeff before. Um, you know, so it was just like yeah, it's just like we had never like like we had seen each other, we've known each other for years, and just kind of picked up where we left off you know it was just it was cool you know what i'm saying so hopefully one day we'll get everybody together i know it's super tough with steven being across the pond but uh it was fun man it was a great weekend oh you um, weren't with us that, that last time steven was down no i was oh, not wow. no yes yeah, so that's my yeah, oh you see so. that, that whole weekend i was going on the impression that you had already met steven no no it was the first time oh, really? uh, this weekend yeah so all the all that's left is pat that's it and we and Dave, we've already talked. We were Pat. We were heading up to the Constitution State to meet you. Yes. So we're to see you. So. Road trip to Connecticut. I thought I would never say that one in my life. I know, right? <laughs> Head up ninety-five. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It was good times, man. Dave, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm gonna toss it to you there on, on the weekend, just to kind of round out. Honestly, I think that uh, Tim hit it on the head you know the the disney family i mean who would have thought at all all of us grown men who have adult lives and have to do some serious adulting and we end up playing and hanging out and of all places walt disney world it just it doesn't kind of it just doesn't kind of go with conventional normalness 
and all, but yet for some reason we've all uh, found this magical place that just fits in, fits into our lives and has in many ways uh, enriched our everyday life and made it more enjoyable, you know, kind of just sparks our imagination. It gives us something to talk about. Every week we get together and we do this podcast and we get to kind of suspend our everyday lives and go back to our happy place. And it was just very organic to just hang out with you guys in the place that we all love. It wasn't aside from the fact that we get online every uh, week to talk to each other about it. It just, it it was, I don't want to say I was obviously special, but it just felt natural. It really did. Yeah, it was good times, man. All right, gentlemen. Well, with that said, let's tell everybody where we could be found on the various interwebs. Joe, let's start with you. Sure, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Joe Quad, Instagram. Uh, you can also find me over at the DVC Roundtable at resortloop.com. Tim, where are you? I'm on the Twitter machine, and you can find me on Facebook at Tim Schweska. And after a flight challenge, you can find me in the Rosen Crown Pub with a beer in my hand singing Southside Irish. Actually, it would be the Bellevue Lounge. Uh ordering drinks you don't remember paying for <laughs> on the balcony yes oh well yeah and by the way just re, re uh, state your twitter because you cut out again right beforehand <clears throat> the twitter machine i am on it is uh, at plain underscore tim excellent the wonders of uh, live broadcast i mean it's gonna be recorded when you guys get it but we're going to put this one out straight as it is with uh, as little edits as possible. Uh, there's a storm by me, and I'm doing the recording tonight, so sometimes there's little blips that come out with it. And uh, with that, we appreciate your uh, patience. For me, you can find me on Twitter at Figments Reality. You can also find me under the same name on Instagram. You can find the Mickey Dudes podcast on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. We have an Instagram account, the Mickey Dudes Podcast, and we have a Facebook page. So find us, like us on Facebook. We share some pictures. We share a lot of our Instagram feed through that also. We advertise our new shows. You can also find me on uh, Facebook under Dave Koch. And the only way I can sum up the past weekend was it was pure magic it's you guys have made my life magical and I appreciate that guys. So to you and to our listeners, have a magical day. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.